Hi, you guys. I'm Kat, and I hope you come hang out with me on Kat Sadler Now. On my weekly podcast, I continue to ask the questions. I've been interviewing people for more than 25 years now, but that doesn't mean I've found all the answers. Make sure to listen to Kat Sadler Now, wherever you get your podcasts. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Tuesday. Today I'm talking with you about how often I check in with myself and why I do that so much. But first, today's rosebud and thorn. I have two roses today. The first is that I'm going to be honest, I have been very low energy. And today that I'm recording this is day one of my life back from sabbatical. And I was really not sure if I was going to have the energy to do what I needed to do. And so I knew that if I wanted to create energy, I needed to get up and work out first thing this morning. And so I decided to do um, kind of, what is it? Kill two birds with one stone. That's kind of rough, but I decided to kill two birds with one stone because on my bucket list for July, I wanted to watch the sunrise. So I took a walk to the lake near our house and watched the sunrise this morning, jogged a little bit. It was a really good start to the day. And that's also arose because, hello, lung health. I've had some um, struggles with the breathing department for a while now, as many of you are probably tired of hearing. Um, but... I had like a full on nice little run walk situation today and didn't cough my lungs up. So that's always a win. My second rose is that I went grocery shopping today and just had a really fun conversation with the bag, the person bagging my groceries and the person ringing me up. We just had like a really fun little banter. And honestly, I love small talk. Like I don't want to like sit at a party and have like shallow conversation with you. I want to like hear about your life and your dreams and all of that. But those like little interactions at a register, I love them. Like maybe one of my favorite interactions of all time. And I forgot how much I missed that when I was quarantining. So that was really fun. My thorn is that you guys, because of my lung stuff, I don't know if any of you guys have ever had like a chronic thing. DM me on Instagram if you have, if you can relate. But if, if you've had something that's like undiagnosed, my I, my brain is constantly trying to diagnose myself, like trying to figure out what's going on. And like two o'clock this morning, my brain woke me up and knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that I had fungal pneumonia, like had like fully convinced myself, no, you have fungal pneumonia. No one's doing anything about it. It's going to turn into meningitis. And like, It was just like full on convinced. I am not like a hypochondriac. Like if anything, I'm a down player. Like I want to just like pretend like everything's going to work itself out. I don't need to go to the doctor. It'll be fine. Um, So this is like a fun new energy (laughs) to be woken up at like two in the morning convinced. Um, So that, yeah, that's my thorn today. And my bud is I'm getting a haircut tomorrow or today for you. Um, And I'm really excited. I gave myself a quarantine cut and it is just time for a professional to get their hands on it and solve it for me. Make it look better. Okay, so let's dive into the episode. 
Now, do any of you ever have the experience of giving really great advice, but then for some reason you aren't taking your own? Like your friend is thirsty and you say, you should drink some water while your totally full water bottle sits next to you untapped. I know the twos in the room know what I'm talking about. I am a passionate advocate for the importance of checking in with yourself, asking yourself good questions, dedicating time to acknowledging how you feel and what you want, yet all of sabbatical. It's like me and my journal were tentative friends barely hanging out together. And when we did, it was like awkward and forced. And honestly, I think I needed that time to feel a little rebellious and like, I can do whatever I want, even if I know it's not what feels best to me. Most of the time I feel a bit like a machine who exists for the effectiveness of everything. I wake up and I do my morning routine so that I have the energy to fulfill my obligations to the day ahead. And so when I had a month of very few obligations, I did want to feel the release, like any sort of expectation or pressure that was on me, I wanted off. But it's kind of funny because I do the morning routine and the check-ins as an act of self-care. So seeing them as oppressive is kind of funny. Like I'm rebelling against my own nourishment, but we do that, don't we? Like we start to see these things we do for our enjoyment and pleasure as obligations and therefore cages that are limiting our ability to be free. That's not just me, right? Like I don't think it is. It's definitely other sevens at least, right? But spoiler alert, it didn't feel good. I felt numb and disconnected. I felt purposeless and uncertain about what my day should look like. Honestly, full days would pass and I'd feel more tired after a day of rest than I feel when I'm working 12-hour days. And it would feel like time was passing, but I was just watching from the sidelines. I didn't like that feeling, but I couldn't for the life of me figure out how to shake it. And then last week, I sat down to plan the month and to do my quarterly check-in. And it's like someone was blowing up my motivation balloon and I realized I'd been missing myself. Like just being in communication with myself about what feels good and what doesn't, what I want and what my intentions are for this time, I felt alive again. And I don't regret taking my time away because it showed me just how bad it feels to not do these things that I've been doing and the things I teach in Brave Collective. They've been habits for me for so long that I've forgotten how painful it can be to feel directionless, disconnected from yourself and uncertain of how to spend your time. I'm reminded why I created Brave Collective in the first place. I'll tell you what Brave Collective is if you're new here and you don't know. I'll tell you about it at the end. But today I wanted to share with you how often I honestly do tend to check in with myself and what I do in that time and why I do it. So we'll start small and just talk about the day. So each day I try to move my body. Usually I do yoga, but sometimes I do more or do something different. I journal and I usually free write during that time. I often also have these different check-in habits depending on the season. Like if I'm feeling like I need to be more grateful for my life or for a specific situation or a specific person, I'll do a 10 good things list, which is just um, my form of a gratitude list. I have a whole episode on that um, as well. So if that's something that interests you, you can check it out. It's just a new way to do gratitude. Um, Or sometimes I'll check in with my heart, mind, body, and soul. This is something I really recommend to our twos, but ask myself what do each of them need and try to give it to myself that day. I do future self-journaling, who I want to be, who I intend to become, what I look 
for my life to become down the road. I also prioritize my tasks for the day, putting them in order of how of when I'd like to get them done. I also try to group like, like tasks together so that it's in kind of a, an, an order that makes sense. And finally, I, at the end of the day, end of my workday, plan out the next day. So I know when I wake up in the morning what I have to do that day. Now, I do a check-in every week, and I have kind of a, a check-in every Friday, um, but then my husband and I have a check-in every Sunday. I'll tell you about both of those. So on Fridays, I plan out the coming week in terms of work tasks. That way, I can go into the weekend knowing that everything's going to be taken care of next week. In similar energy, I clean out my inbox so that I don't have to worry about people waiting on emails from me. I also clean off my digital space so I have like a nice clean workspace when I come back on Monday. And um, I prepare for a reset day on Saturday. I do all of my household chores on Saturday. Um, on Sundays, I tend to lay out my clothes for the week just so that I don't have to think about that all week long. I also clean out the fridge and do my meal planning on Sundays. And on Sundays as well, we meet as a couple. We do like our financial meeting. This is pretty new, but um, we just talk about money and money goals and things like that. Um, if you guys want to know the routines that me and my husband have together every week, let me know. I can do a whole episode on that because it's a whole other thing. Every month, I sit down with myself and I ask myself, what's my monthly resolution? So this is something I started doing, gosh, like six years ago, seven years ago. Um, instead of doing New Year's resolutions, I do a monthly resolution. The theory is you have 28 to 30 days to build a habit. Some would say 40 to 90, but I, I like the 30-day window. And so if I want to build a habit, I can give myself 30 days to intentionally do that. So my monthly resolution right now is to read a book a day. And um, that's been really fun, really energizing. Um, I also write a vision for a successful month. Um, so what do I see my month looking like? I set my core desired feelings. This is something from Danielle Laporte, which is just how do I want to feel this month and set goals based off of how I want to feel. I also plan my tasks for the month and I plan my content for YouTube, podcast, and Instagram. And then every quarter, I plan out my launches and my promotions for the business. I think about what do I want and what's an ideal day like in my life and what's an ideal week like in my life. Every quarter for me is very different. Like last quarter, I wanted to take the mornings off to be free. This quarter, I just don't want to schedule at all. I just want to feel like I can work when I need to work and I can take off when I need to take off. I have a lot of weekend work this month. And so a Monday through Friday work week with nine to five schedule just doesn't make sense for me. And I actually get more anxious if I work the weekend and try to stick to a schedule. Like I'm like trying to keep the hours right. So I'm like, okay, I'm working, like finding like that perfect balance. That stresses me out more than just saying, okay, you're going to work a couple of hours on the weekend, but you're also going to take off Monday or you're going to feel free to go have lunch with a friend for like several hours in the middle of the day. Like don't put the pressure on yourself. So 
I evaluate my ideal day and my ideal week every quarter. I set my goals quarterly. So what do I want to achieve in the next 90 days? And then I put those tasks into specific monthly objectives. So if it's like, okay, I have a a specific goal, um, then I break that goal down into steps and then I assign those steps to given months. I also evaluate my seven dimensions of wellness. If you know what that is, then great. You were on the same page. If you don't, it's essentially like the seven types of wellness that you need um, to live like a well-rounded life. I can do a whole episode on that too if you guys are interested in that. Um, I evaluate my tasks. I do a full task dump, both home life and business. So like what is every single thing that I could possibly be doing? And then I just see if I need to systemize it, make it more efficient. Can I give it to someone else if I'm a little overloaded? Or is it something that I can like pay someone to do or can I automate it? Um, You know, what can I take off of my plate? And then I also, every quarter, try to take a trip alone to carve out significant amount of alone time. Uh, This is where I come to life. Um, This is how I maintain life satisfaction. Like, honestly, this quarterly trip is super important to me. As you know, in quarantine, I didn't travel, but I did book Airbnbs, like, in my town for several days or a week at a time and just got my alone time that way. I also think um, when we think about taking the time, it's it's like the time grows with the largeness of the time frame. That's a weird way to phrase it. What I mean by that is the time that you're allocating for this check-in grows with the amount of time that you're planning for. So a daily planning session you could do in like 15 minutes. A weekly, maybe it takes an hour. A monthly, maybe you give yourself two or three hours. And then a quarterly, like I said before, like I like to give myself multiple days to be alone and really think about my future. So that's something else to think about. Uh, Honestly, like have you heard the term make yourself the main character of your life? It's essentially the idea that so many people treat themselves as a side character in someone else's story, letting other people's decisions dictate their course of action. Like this daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly check-ins, it's how I make myself my own priority and allow myself to be the main character of my life. So if you're interested in also stepping into the lead character position of your existence, you may be interested in checking out Brave Collective. Um, The website for that is thebravecollective.co. In the program, I break down like every single thing for you step by step on how to own your time and your ambitions. This is not intended to be a promo episode for Brave Collective. It's just, this is literally what I teach you to do on Brave Collective, like in detail. So it would be weird to not mention it at all. Um, But this is really coming out of the place of I neglected this part of my life for 30 days and oof, did I regret it. I mean, I don't regret it, but I definitely see the benefit of it. I feel so much more rejuvenated, so much more connected to my purpose and and showing up each and every day. And as always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you. Let me know if you have questions about this. And if you'd like an episode on any of these specific pieces in more detail, I'm so more than happy to do that anytime. You can just DM me on Instagram if you have anything you'd like to hear 
about in more detail. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a rating and review in iTunes. Again, that is how we get this podcast to new ears, um, which helps me to grow it and keep it going. All right, friends, I will see you tomorrow for a Q&A episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.